Welcome to the Engrafted Word from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Line of Judah Cathedral, Cape Coast, with Bishop Jake Godwill. This rich teaching will bring encouragement, hope, light into every darkness, healing, deliverance, and salvation to the longing soul. Join Bishop Jake Godwill as he ministers the Engrafted Word of God, which is able to save the soul. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. I pray that this morning you grant us by the Holy Spirit, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, open the eyes of our hearts that we may behold wondrous things out of your word. Thank you, Lord, that we will never leave your presence the same, but changed, transformed, healed, empowered, and anointed to do more for you. Thank you, dear Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Uh, Bob, can I see you? All right. Are you blessed? Ah. Okay. Clap for Jesus. Now, how many are enjoying the month of evangelism? Month of evangelism. How many are enjoying it? Can you hear me clearly? All right. I feel a lot of echo or something. So, make sure you are part of the evangelism going on, all right? Make sure you are part of what the Lord is doing. Make sure you are, you know, like, um, who was it? Alfred said that through him, somebody is in church. Through his activity, somebody is in church. Or somebody is born again. Somebody is established in Christ. I think that is the greatest that should be your greatest dream. That through you, somebody's going to heaven. Amen? And um, you see, even being part of something that is being done guarantees you, like Sicho said, she has shares in the souls that are worn in the school because I need them. When we go out, they sing. All those little girls, they sing. Greater love has no man than this. They, they sing. Some of them dance. All right? And then I preach. But the singing and the dancing and even being there all helps for the souls to be won. Amen. So, um, how, many, how many were at the crusade last night? Can you show us some pictures? How many managed to come to the crusade yesterday? All right. How many couldn't didn't come? Okay. So, you can see 50% came, 50% couldn't didn't come. All right. How many are going to come today? How many will not come today? How many are not sure if they can come today? How many are planning? <laughs> okay. How many are not planning to come? Not that you are planning not to come, but you haven't really planned whether you come or not. 
you will not lift your hand so that's how it is look at it we had a nice medical uh, what is this okay too, ma- too much light so we can see medical outreach you know it was rainy it was a rainy morning but they managed a church the Methodist church there opening their premises for us uh, put your hands together for them we had a wonderful medical outreach um, they attended to over 400 people alright and um, some of the situations as the doctors were telling me there were some young people a, a young man of 24 years old his blood pressure was uh, almost 200 over something and he was walking around yeah and several cases like that they, they, they put them in taxis and they call um, the hospital these people are coming please take care of them they just put them in taxis and send them to the hospitals so you can see people they will be walking on they will just fall down and die or have a stroke or things like that so these are all divine interventions that um, you must not ignore amen alright in the evening we had a powerful crusade had a powerful crusade I think about 82 people gave their life to Christ yesterday if I'm not wrong yeah Okay, now today, we are going again. I said we are going again. The whole church, including you. When we close the service, one-to-one to everybody, cast, we are all arriving. Today, we are starting far earlier than was announced. All right, we are taking placards, move around, gather the people, and then we start. I thought I would hear some excitement in the house. Yeah, we are going again. Okay, come, 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 come. Come and put, put the placards. Arrange them. Just arrange them there. Look, we are leading you to become soul winners. Amen. We are leading you to become soul winners. Soul winning is the greatest thing you can ever engage yourself in doing. Hallelujah. And I believe that God will bless you as you as you get yourself involved in this activity. Never make yourself a sophisticated Christian who doesn't get involved in these things. So, I, 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 I'm not like that. The last time I told the choir, I said, what song are you singing on Sunday? They mentioned, I said, I said, throw away that song. It's not that it's a bad song, but that evangelism, man, you are coming to sing uh, God will break through, miracle, uh, breakthrough. I don't know, what, what song? He said, what? God will make a way for you where they sing. It's good. It's nice. But we have to sing songs about soul winning. The blood of Jesus saving. What song did you sing? What is it called? And when we think about the love of Christ. Even this one, you, the Christian, you are collecting the love for yourself. But it is, it is love for the sinners. Many Christians' hearts are hardened. We don't care about the lost. And the Bible calls some people lost. He said they are lost. Jesus said, I came to seek and to save that which is lost. Yeah. So to sit here and not to think that there are some that are lost and we must go find them. It is the, it is the greatest sickness of the church. I'm telling you. And thank God, the father of this church, Bishop Dagiwad Mills, relentlessly leading us not to abandon this important thing 
by the grace of God, all of you who feel too sophisticated, may your sophistication lead you to soul winning. Yeah. I asked the choir, are you too sophisticated to sing soul winning songs that you have become too complex? They are nice. We are talking about soul winning. Also soul winning. Amen. Come, my dear, come and sing me some, some songs which are lost these days. These days we don't think about this song. Give, give us the words. Let me tell them the words before you sing it. Eh? Okay, sing us, sing, sing this one for us. Brightly beams our Father's mercy from his lighthouse evermore but to us he gives the keeping of the light along the shore. Modern Christians, don't, they don't understand. If you don't even understand what she's singing. Do you understand what she's singing? Tell the truth. Do you understand the words that are there? Tell, you don't understand this. You don't understand. Eh? You, you will not understand. I know the songs you understand. I know the songs you understand. So I want to explain to you. Brightly beams the Father's mercy from his lighthouse evermore. The Father's mercy is beaming from his lighthouse evermore. As for the Father's mercy, it is always beaming. Okay? Now, it says, but to us he gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. You are not a seaman, so you don't understand it. I will explain to you. I will explain to you. D.L. Moody, a preacher, an old-time preacher, was preaching. 18-something, I believe. Or somewhere. Or early 90s. Early 19s. And he gave the story of a ship. Can you hear me at the back? He gave the story of a ship that was approaching a shore. In a dark, black night. No moon, no star. Stormy night. And as they were approaching the shore... You see, when you're on the sea, it's a, very, it's a very dangerous thing. The sea, in the night, no light, you can't see. And those olden days where they don't have any gadgets, they just depend on the weather and one or two directions. They saw a light along the shore, only one light. And they asked, is this, is this the lighthouse? You see, every shore has a lighthouse or harbors have the lighthouse. See the lighthouse which is a house, like a building, a small building with a strong light that beams across the sea. And, and uh, um, ships can see the light far and it directs them to the shore. That's how come our church is called the Lighthouse Chapel International. <laughs> giving direction to lost souls. Okay. Now, as they were approaching, the captain and the navigator, whatever, they were discussing, is that the harbor? They said, yeah, it looks like it is. So how come there are no other lights? Because normally there are other lights along the shore. The lower lights. Say the lower lights. And the lower lights guide the ship. Because a ship is different from uh, a hema. Do you know a hema? I mean a canoe, canoe, canoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a ship is different from 
ehema or ehema that can just come straight to the shore a ship has to come to the harbor because it needs it needs to have enough water to still be whatever so they are guided by the lower lights across the shore but that night that night the keepers of the lower lights had gone to sleep they are turned off the lights they are turned off the lights so even though that big light was there the lower light that will guide the ship safely to the shore were all off as they tried as the captain tried to steer the ship to the shore they ran into the rocks they hit the rocks and the storm the winds and the storm beat upon the ship and the ship came apart many lives were lost that night as they fell into the sea and the storms and the rocks hundreds of them died not because of the big lights but because of the lower smaller lights that were off there sat a man I forgot his name and he wrote this hymn when he heard the story look at the next one so, so before go, go, go back go back that's why he said brightly beams the father's mercy from his lighthouse evermore as for the gospel it is still there it's still beaming but God has given you and I a responsibility the lights along the shore the lights along the shore he gives us the keeping of those lights next then he said let the lower light those lower lights let them be burning <laughs> send the gleam across the way perhaps some poor eh, fainting struggling seaman fainting maybe he's falling into the sea he's fainting he's dying struggling to survive trying to make it to the shore you may rescue you may save what are these lower lights is it the lower lights are church services weekday service sunday service our little evangelism multiplication campaign go out preach to somebody it's a lower light it looks so insignificant <laughs> that's what the lower lights it looks so unimportant preaching in the schools doing outreaches doing breakfast meetings they are lower lights it looks so insignificant oh after all the church service is there if we don't have this if we don't have that doesn't matter that's how you think but that little light when it is turned off can cause the, the shipwreck of a whole a whole ship that crusade if it doesn't come on if it is not held it looks as if nothing happens eh? it looks as if it doesn't matter eh? <laughs> oh, cancel it oh, because of this guy it's, it's about to rain eh, let's not go ah. the lower light is turned off everybody say the lower light say the lower light come be in the choir join be at the crusade to sing oh it's too cold in the night i'll not okay the main choir will go i i i, I can't go i'll just sit at home i know uh, uh, a lot of people are in the choir they'll go the two of us let's, let's just relax your light is turned off your lower light is turned off yeah and you don't even know how it affects how it affects 
Bring your people. Organize your bus. Bring them. Get a, get a bus. Come with them. Come with them to the crusade. Oh, others are going. We, it's too difficult. It's too this. It's too that. Lower light. Turned off. Turned off. Sing it again. Brightly beams our Father's mercy from his lighthouse evermore. Sing along but if you can. to us he gives the keeping of the lights along the shore. Let the Lord one light keep burning send a gleam across the way. Some poor thing teach struggling seaman you may rescue you may say Next, dark the night of sin has settled. Love the angry billows roar. Eager eyes are watching, longing for the light along the shore. Let the Lord. One light keep burning, send a gleam across the way. Some poor, fainting, struggling seaman, you may rescue, you may save. You have another one? Trim your feet. Trim your feeble lamp. Up, my brother. <laughs> it's lamp, Some not lamp. It cannot be lamp. Trying now to make the harbor in the darkness may Again, trim. Trim your feet. Oh, lamp, my brother. Some poor sailor tempest trying now to make the harbor in the darkness may be Let the Lord one people Can I hear you sing it? Stand and sing.
people are lost in this life. There's a young man in our first love church. His nickname is uh, Dead People Are Still Alive. All dead people are still alive. That's his nickname. Why? Thank you, brother. This boy was a wee smoker. He was a bad guy. He was some, some wee guy. He doesn't go to church. Womanizer, girlizer, boyizer. Doesn't go to church. Doesn't know God. Never. One day he was passing by. One of the KNUST campus. Our bishop was having a crusade. And preaching a message. The message was that all dead people are still alive. And preaching from the story of the rich man and Lazarus. How the rich man went to hell. And in hell he lifted up his eyes and being in torment. And he had never heard a story like that. He went, he went to buy Wachi or something. He was passing by. And I think somebody said, oh come to the crusade. And he came and he stood there. He had never heard a message like that. And the altar call was made. Come. He didn't go the first time. The bishop said, look, maybe you are here. And he gave the example of KLM. Maybe you are at the airport. And you are supposed to board. And you hear a call. KLM, flight KL580. Flying from Kotoka to Amsterdam. Here's the second call. And you intend to travel. So all passengers intending to travel. Proceed to the boarding gate. Then a time comes where you hear the voice that this is the last call. Will all passengers, all passengers traveling from Kotoka International Airport to Amsterdam proceed to the boarding gate? This is the final call. If you ignore this one, you have missed your flight. So tonight, if you hear my voice, don't ignore this call. Come. This young man never had such a word, never had such a preaching, came forward. Gave his life to Christ that night. God has changed his life, transformed his life, changed him. Today, he's almost a pastor in the church. Yeah. If that light had been turned up that night, no crusade, it's too expensive, it's too whatever. So let's forget it. Dead people are still alive. All dead people are still alive. That boy, he will still have been a bad guy till tomorrow. So, never ignore the call to do something. Never ignore the call. Outreaches, preaching, crusades, breakfast outreaches, FCBPI. We are waiting for your breakfast outreaches. Your breakfast outreaches. Alright? Never turn on off the light. It may be a lower light, but it's a light. I said it may be a lower light, but it's a light. It may be a small light, but it's an important light. That's why we don't joke with all our branches, all our little branches that we are starting. Everyone is important. Everyone, whether they are meeting in a classroom, in somebody's house, somebody's veranda, wherever they are, it's a light. Everybody say it's a light. And it's very important. It's very important. Father, we pray, may we not be guilty of turning off lights. May we not be guilty of the blood of many people. Because we didn't do what we should have done. Have mercy on us, Lord. And keep us on our toes. In Jesus' name, amen.
So how many of us are joining this afternoon? As we go, as we take the placards and walk through bunkers again. And we gather again at the park for that outreach. How many are joining? Clap for yourself. See you this afternoon. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Thank you, my dear. So, um, next month, the middle of next month, we are going to have a massive water baptism for all converts and all people who are not water baptized. Hallelujah. So get ready. How many have not been baptized by immersion? Real immersion underwater? Aha. Uh-huh. Not the one that you sprinkle small. Eat this. Not that one. Okay. So get ready. We are going to baptize massively. Amen. Wow. You know, Bishop Saki sent this song. Was it on Friday or so on our page? And it, it's, it's really been moving my heart ever since been stirring me up and it's so powerful modern Christians don't know these songs we're singing them in SU if you have never been to SU you may not know this song we are bringing it back to the church I said we are bringing it back to the church modern choirs don't sing these songs yeah kubo kubo imela um and all the nice ones. But don't forget these ones too. Amen? Alright. Now, today, how to be a steadfast Christian. How, how to be a steadfast Christian. How many brought your books? Good. So we are on chapter 3. How to be a steadfast Christian. Alright? Now, what does it mean? First Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Holy Spirit, Open our eyes to understanding in Jesus' name. Therefore, my beloved brethren, we are all reading 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58. Read from your Bible, ready, go. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. Okay. So, the Bible is encouraging that the Holy Spirit through the Bible, through Apostle Paul, is encouraging us to be steadfast. Now, what does it mean to be steadfast? To be steadfast actually is a, is a Navy terminology. And it describes the ability to stay on course. Everybody say, on course. Mm, stretch out your hand like this and say, on course. Amen. Now, when you are on the sea, it's a, very, it's a very frightening thing. When you are on the sea, if you turn in the middle of the sea where you cannot see the land, if you turn to the left, right, everywhere is straight. Anywhere is straight. <laughs> hmm? Anywhere is your front. <laughs> but it is leading somewhere. It is leading somewhere, either to your destination or off your destination. Do you see? And it's so easy to go off your destination. The reason why ships are anchored when they come to the shore, the reason why they put an anchor to hold them is because as the little waves, the little ripples of the sea, you know, the ship will be standing there like that, rising and dancing like that, uh, but it, it keeps turning. It can be facing here before you realize it has turned and faced here. 
So if there's no anchor, it can even move. If they just leave it there, it can just move on its own. It can move. It can change direction. So you left it here. It was facing here. You came. If you are the captain, you come and spark again. Do who who who? There's a, a, the thing. When I parked, it was straight. So now I'm going straight. <laughs> you may be lost. You may be lost. And in those days where there are no freezers and so on, if you are traveling in 14 days or six months from uh, 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 Britain to Ghana, three months, six, I don't know how long they were taking, SS Apapa, you better know that you have enough water on board, enough of meat, rice. Because there are people on board. They have to cook, they have to eat three times, morning, afternoon, evening. They have to drink water. You can't drink the seawater. So you have to have enough water that they will drink. You have to have enough rice, enough onions, enough oil, enough this, enough meat. You have to have goats that you can kill and roast. You have to have pork. <laughs> fresh, fresh pork walking around. <laughs> that you can kill and roast. Fish. I don't know whether the fish, they cut them straight or they carry them. I don't know how they were. You have to have enough fuel. So if you happen to go off your course. What should have taken you 14 days? And it's not going to take you 30 days. My Lord and my God. And you are on board that ship. Pray. Pray about it. Okay? So just as ships can easily go off, Christians can easily go off. You can easily miss the direction and you go off. So steadfastness is the ability to stay on course or the ability to come back to course. In case you miss road, as we say in Niger, you miss road. May you not miss road. Amen. In case you stray off your ability to come back on course and to continue, may you continue. Hallelujah. And it's so easy to go off. Because life has many pressures. Sometimes little, little pressures, but it's affecting you. Little influences, but it's changing your direction. Little things, but it's pushing you in another way. Yeah, though they are little, but it's affecting you. So we have to stay on course. Amen. May you stay on course. May you be steadfast. Tell somebody by you, may you be steadfast. But how can we be steadfast? And that's what we are going to understand. I'm going to give you some powerful points. Are you ready to learn how to be steadfast? Ask your neighbor, are you ready to learn some points how to be steadfast? All right. Now, point number one. Develop steadfastness by not loving the world. By not loving the world. Wow. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 10. Look at what the Bible says. For demons, let's all read, read, read together. Ready, go. For demons has forsaken me, having loved this present world. And is departed unto Thessalonica, Crescens to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. Now, Demas was one of the guys working strongly with Apostle Paul. Moving around, planting churches, doing the work of God. A time came. Demas, everybody say Demas. Forsook Paul. He abandoned the thing. He said, Charlie, I'm off. He went to Thessalonica. Why did Demas abandon Paul? Why? What happened? What happened to Demas? What happened to Demas? The answer is there. What happened to Demas? 
What, 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 what happened to Demas? What happened to Demas? Hey, read. What happened to Demas? What happened to Demas? Pardon? Having loved this present world. He was serving God. But inside of him he had a love for the world. When we say love for the world, what are we talking about? You see, the world has some things. The world has pleasures. The world has something that they, they, they look attractive. They look, they look inviting. They look enticing. Yeah, the world, the money of the world, the popularity of the world, the riches of this world, the power of the world. Oh, man. They look attractive. They look inviting. The women of the world. The girls of the world. With shiny breasts and shiny ties. The men of the world. With six packs, stomachs and whatever. With money in their pockets. Yeah. They look attract, they look inviting, they look exciting. The pleasures. Moving from hotel to hotel. Different, different cars picking, BMW picks you, a black one picks you Monday morning. Tuesday, a blue BMW 7 Series. Hey. Cars that you can, you can be here and you can tell the car what to do. The car can reverse on its own from the park 10 and come and park in front of you. And you open the door and you sit in and you continue. Wow. When you see such a car, will your eye not click? Yeah, click, click, click. Yeah, you'll be like a cartoon. The eye will pop out and return into your... When Jesus came to this world, Satan came to him. As he was fasting and praying for the salvation of this world, Satan came and said, hey, my brother, what are you doing? You want to win the world? <laughs> I have a shortcut. Bow to me. Have you seen all these kingdoms? Have you seen, the, have you seen America? Have you seen Japan? Have you seen Dubai? Have you seen China? Have you seen all these kingdoms? They belong to me. And the riches thereof, they belong to me. I can just give them to you like that. I will give them to you on a silver platter. Just bow to me and worship me. It will be yours. All the glory, all the power of this world, it will be in your hand. Just worship me. You don't have to go through all this thing that you are going through. Yeah. Came to him. If it was not a temptation, it would not have been recorded as one of the top three temptations of Jesus Christ. Top three. So many times, Christians come under power. They come under such influence. The world, the love for the world, the love for the things of the world, they are so strong. You look at your neighbor, this doing this, your friend, your colleague, he's doing that, she's doing that. Then you, say, hey, what is happening to me? Me, I'm just a church mouse, a poor church mouse. But look at this girl with seven boyfriends. Look at how well, and she, she's even buying credit, credit for me to put on my yam phone. But look at her, riding in high class. 
whatever. Then suddenly you are feeling mumble for yourself. Yeah, and then the temptation. So listen, if you're a Christian, anything you love, you see, you gravitate towards it. Anything you love, anybody you love, you gravitate towards it. Yeah, you gravitate towards the person. Some of you ladies, your parents have looked at you for years. A boy you met in church is about to change your name. Your nice name that your parents gave you, they have looked at you. You want to abandon your parents. Leave the comfort of your parents' home. Follow this young boy who is living not even in a chamber and hall. It's just a single room. You change your name, you throw away your father's name, <laughs> eh? and you take his name, put it on top of you. And you are smiling on that day, laughing, smiling. You are warm, white, white. Smiling, holding flowers. <laughs> I have come to change my name. I have come to reject my parents and to take this boy and to follow him anywhere he takes me. Hey. And how people two two one two? How many ladies are praying for this day? I don't want to ask. I don't want to ask in church. But there be many. How many ladies here? You know another lady who is praying for such a day. Not you, but you know another lady who is praying for such a day. Lift your hand and let me see. Wow. All those who lifted your hand, receive. So, the world. Watch things you love. What things that you love in your world? Some of you love worldly music. You love, you are in love with, you are in church, but you love worldly music. All the music you listen to are not by Christians. They are not born again songs. They are all kinds of songs. They affect you. You don't know, but they affect your soul. They affect your mind. They affect your thinking. Demas has forsaken me, having loved this present world. Yeah, some of you, if we're having a church program, you will choose a TV program over the church. Having loved this present world. Yeah, you choose to watch uh, whatever you watch, kumkumbaja, all these things, over the church. If there's soccer match and there's church service, do it for the pastor. Do it for the pastor. Yeah. Even though you can watch the match later, but it's like, no, 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 no. I cannot sacrifice this and come to church. No. I cannot sacrifice it. Yeah. Having loved this present world. So what are the things you love? Some of you love fashion. I must get this thing by force. I have to wear some. I have to, I have to wear this. I have to wear this bag. I have, to, I have to, this type of hair. I have to get it. Meanwhile, it doesn't fit you too. But because it was looking nice on somebody. Look at you. Look at you. But only that we cannot tell you that the thing doesn't look nice. <laughs> it's looking beautiful on you. <laughs> only that we, we, we are afraid to add that you are looking like uh, your grandmother, but we can't say it. 
Are you here? Ladies say amen. Brothers say amen. So what the things you love, what the things, it may be little, but it can affect you. The best place to kill a cobra is in the egg. When the cobra is still inside the egg. Not when the cobra has had and the cobra is walking in town. Hey, in the kitchen cobra no. When the cobra was a little baby behind your house, you didn't kill it. It's oh, you're a, you're a baby cobra. And see, I'm milk and I'm cake. I'm milk and I'm cake. Cobra! Cobra! And a kiss kiss cobra. The cobra ain't Why about that? No, no, town. No TV house. Cobra now lock in the jaw. I'm not sure with him. Maneko kuna. It may be too late. Kill it before it kills you. Number two, develop steadfastness by not lasting after the things in this world. By not lasting, L-U-S-T-I-N-G, after the things in this world. Wow. Now, Mark chapter 4 verse 19, when Jesus spoke about the parable of the sower, he said, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches and the lusts of other things entering in, took the word and it becometh unfruitful. So, there's something called lust. What is lust? Lust is a strong desire for something. Strong desire for something. Another dictionary says, an animal desire. Animal desire for sexual indulgence or for something. Animal desire. A desire that on TBBRC nothing else can change that desire until I accomplish it. Hey, have you seen a dog on heat before? Or a, a pig on heat? I tell you. You better not stand in its way. Yeah. So, when you have a strong desire for something, it can drive you. Material possessions, so many things. It can totally overpower the call of God or any such love that you have for God. And there are all forms of lust. Financial lust, sexual lust, lust for power. All of them. But the, 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 the thing you need to understand about lust is in this scripture. 2 Peter 1 and 4. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 4. Look at it. It says, whereby are given unto us great and exceeding promises, exceeding great promises uh, and precious promises, that by this ye might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lusts. The corruption that is in the world comes through lusts. Political corruption, financial, it comes through lust. Lust for money, lust for power. When a politician has lust for money, it corrupts politics. Are you listening? If a doctor has lust for money, it corrupts medical practice. So, 
what, 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 when somebody is dying and even comes, do you see, comes for treatment. It's like now you, you forget the ethics. The person has come. I've done this medical test. I've done this test. No, no, no. I don't believe all this test. Go and do everything again. Do it in my private hospital. Do, do, do. Pay, 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 pay. Pay. What you can treat and for the person to go. Say, no, lie down. Admission. Go on admission. Three days. Things that they don't need. Uh, buy this right prescription. Uh, drip. This, that, 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 that. Surgery. When there's no surgery needed. Why? The lust for money has corrupted something simple. Corrupted. If you're married, beautifully married, and the lust for another person enters into either the man or the woman, it corrupts the marriage. Beautiful marriage can be corrupted. A beautiful life of a young, innocent person can be corrupted through lust. Lust for money, lust for sex, lust for whatever. It corrupts. Am I talking to anybody? So watch it. Strong desire for things will cause you to, you break principles. You break principles just to have, I want to have this thing by, by hook or by crook, I have to have it. By hook or by crook, I have to sleep with this girl. By hook or by crook, I have to sleep with this man. Somebody's husband. Number three. What is number one? By what? Number two. Not lasting after the things in the world. So what the things in the world? The music, the money, the drinks, the pleasures, all kinds of things. The pleasures of the world. Number three. Develop steadfastness by having a proper fear of judgment. A proper fear of judgment. Now look at the scripture. 2 Corinthians 5 and 10. 10 to 11. 2 Corinthians 5, 10 and 11. Alright, let's all read together. Ready, go. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ that everyone may receive the things done in his body according to that which Mm-hmm. whether it is good or bad. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord, we persuade men. Mm-hmm. But we are made manifest unto God and our trust are also are made manifest in your conscience. Knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. You see, when you have judgment in view, it controls what you do or what you don't do. When you have the proper fear. There are two kinds of students in school. One type come to school and say, Yay! Freedom from my father. Freedom from my mother. Freedom with my friends. Buffoonery and tomfoolery. Here we come. Yeah. Some people, they are not in school to learn. They are in school to just enjoy the freedom and to misbehave and to take care of whatever to just go on a looter, do any imaginable foolishness that they couldn't do in their village. Yeah, that's what they have come to the school to do. And there are others, when they have come to the school, say, hey, Charlie, I have, I have only three years. Exam is coming. Charlie, where's Pasco? Where's Pasco? What's the syllabus? What's Pasco? Who is the best teacher? This, that, that, that. Who, who, who is the senior who understands the mathematics more? 
Can he be my friend? I want to see who, who understands, who in the class understands the thing. Charlie, I want to make him my friend so that he'll be teaching me on the side. Yeah. Yeah. But there are others. I said there are others. They are just enjoying the tomfoolery. Are you here? You've gone home. Yeah. So what kind of Christian are you? A Christian who has judgment in view, you see, you become aware that Charlie, soon and very soon, will be standing before the judgment seat of Christ. So it keeps you from doing just anything. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some people think that God is so merciful, he will never judge them. God is so loving, he will never judge them. They will say things like, can you, you, can you take your child and put him in fire? How can God take his children and put them in fire? Hell, how can God send people to hell? But you see, what they don't know is that God has a merciful side. And he also has a judgment side. And God is so fair that he has to judge everybody, including you. And including me. And judge all of us with the same skills. Yeah. He's so loving that he has to send some people to hell. Because they, they cannot be admitted to heaven. They cannot be admitted to heaven. If such a person is admitted to heaven, ah, Virgin Mary, Virgin Mary may be in danger. Yeah. And other virgins in heaven will be in danger. Suddenly heaven, you have to have police. You have to have waju in heaven. We have to have all kinds of things in heaven. Because they have allowed such people to pass through the gates and to enter heaven. It will never be the case. So may you have judgment in view. When you have judgment in view, it keeps you serious. keeps you on your toes. Shout hallelujah. Number four, quickly. Develop steadfastness by not being overconfident. Overconfident. Hmm? Look at the scripture. First Corinthians 10 and 12. The B part. Let him that thinketh he standeth. Wherefore, let him that thinketh he standeth take heed lest he fall. The one who thinks he's standing. The one, that part, that person. The one who thinks he's okay. Let him take heed because he's in danger of falling. That's overconfidence. It's arrogance. It's being, you, you are depending on yourself. You are trusting your flesh. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm an audacious brother. I, I cannot fall. I cannot fall. So I, I can, I can visit sisters at any time of the night. I can just visit. I can just move around. I can just do anything. But I can, I'm spiritual. Yeah. You're going to visit somebody. She has come from the bathroom. You are sitting there. One room from the bathroom. She's coming. You are still sitting there. You are still sitting there. And you say, oh, I'm Shabali Kaba Shande Kaba Loshika Tayamando Sabaki Talababa. When the Bible says, flee youthful lust, you are inviting them. You are watching pornography and you say, I am educating myself. I'm educating myself for the future. 
You're watching pornography. Young boy. Not married. Or even if you are married. Young girl soaking in pornography after pornography. And you say, I'm, I'm, very, I, I'm, pray, I'm watching it, but I'm praying in tongues at the same time. How, how, how does your mind work? Where did you learn all these things from? Which new believer school did you attend? Where were you trained? Hmm? Overconfidence. You are, you are pushing your flesh. You are trusting your flesh too much. You are walking with, there's no lady you are walking with. Either if your hand is not in your hand, if your hand is not on the neck, if your hand is not about the waist, then it is not you. Then it's not you. Why? Because you are the spiritual brother. You are imparting anointing. As you are holding hand, I am imparting anointing. I am imparting anointing. Anointing on the neck, anointing on the back, anointing in the hand, anointing. Let him that thinketh standeth take heed, lest he falls. So overconfidence. All right, overconfidence. Are you still here? Yeah. Laughing at people when somebody falls into a sin, then you laugh. Ha 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 ha! We Christians, lack of faith. Look at him. Look at her. Look at look at it. He says he's a man of God. You look at him. Ha 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 ha! He You are laughing. Your friend has fallen. You are laughing. What's it? Eh? Because the next fire is coming to your own abojuse. Yeah. You understand? When King David heard that Saul had been killed in battle in a way that he shouldn't have been killed, he didn't go around and say, Aha! I said it. I knew it. I knew you had backslidden long ago. He even had evil spirit. Oh, no, no, no. Look at what he said. 1 Samuel chapter 1 verse 20. 2 Samuel chapter 1 verse 20. Look at what he said. Publish it. Tell it not in God. Publish it not in the street of Ashkelon. Let the daughters of the Philistines rejoice. Let the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. O ye mountains of Gilboa. <laughs> Let there be no dew, no rain. Hey. These were the scriptures, Refi's best scriptures when he was young. <laughs> Are you here? King David said, nobody should even hear it. Nobody should even hear it. Nobody should even hear it. So those of us who are into publishing other people's mistakes, it is showing something about you. Hey. Number are you learning something? Develop steadfastness by being, by not being hard and stubborn. By not being hard and stubborn. Say hard and stubborn. Alright? Two scriptures quickly. Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 13. Ecclesiastes 4 13. Look at it. It says, better is a poor and a wise child than an old foolish king who will no more be admonished. No more advice. Better. Better is a small child, poor, 
than an old foolish king who cannot be advised, cannot be instructed. Another scripture, 1 Samuel 15, 23. 1 Samuel 15, 23. Hmm? For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft and stubbornness. Stubbornness is as iniquity and idolatry. Stubbornness. Hard and stubborn. People cannot be advised. Give me another, another um, version for this. Instead of the King James. Give me another version. It says arrogance. is like the evil of idolatry. So any Christian you see who does not, cannot be advised, cannot be instructed, you are looking at a potential backslider, somebody who will stray, somebody who is likely to fall, somebody who is likely to just go off. Yeah, you cannot be advised. You are so hard, messy, and stubborn. Ask your neighbor, are you hard and stubborn? When we advise you, do you take advice? Do you change your mind? If you're a person who cannot, your mind cannot be changed. What is the use of a mind that cannot be changed? What is the use of a mind that cannot be changed? Are you a robot? And if you're a robot, who programmed you? What software are you moving with? Number six, develop steadfastness by not looking back at the world. By not looking back at the world. Wow. Genesis 19 and 17. Genesis 19 and 17 quickly. When, and it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, this was the angel, angel speaking to Lot and the family. Escape for thy life. Look not behind thee. Neither stay thou in the plain. Escape to the mountain lest you be consumed. So the angel said, run, escape for your life. Don't look back. Don't look back. But Lord's wife, as she was going, as she was running, escaping, she started thinking of the things she had left behind. Her trinkets, her shoes, her latest handbag that she bought from Dubai. Hey. All kinds of things she was thinking about. And that is fire going to destroy all these things. As she was running. As she was running. And Lot was saying, hurry up. Hurry up. And she said, I'm coming, darling. I'm coming. All along she was thinking of all the things she had left behind. Her latest phone. Samsung Galaxy iPhone combined. <laughs> iPhone 8 Plus. Combined. She was thinking about it. Ah! I forgot my iPhone. Ah! I forgot my shoe. Ah! I forgot. I forgot. Ah! 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 ah, ah my phone. Look, God has rescued us from fire, from destruction, from evil, from death. From destruction, from Egypt, from condemnation. But many times Satan cleans up the picture. He cleans up again. That's why when somebody backslides, he's gone back, the dog has gone back to his vomit. But see, Satan cleans up the, the vomit and he, he takes a picture and he photoshops the picture of your vomit and says, look at what you have left behind. Look at how beautiful and attractive and enticing it is. Your own vomit. 
of three, three days ago that has been gogomized and salmonized. Then Satan has used Photoshop to let it look so attractive and has sprayed some perfume on it. So even as you are looking at the picture, say, mm, I want to go back. I want to go back. I feel like going back. It is calling me back. Mercy. And many Christians unfortunately go back. They go back. Back to the disco. Back to the world. Back to the old life. Back to the old boyfriend. Back to the old girlfriend. Back to the old life. Back. Back. She turned back. She, back will always be calling you. I'm telling you. Everybody say back. Back will always try to call you. Back will always try to shout at you. For you to turn. As you are trying to run forward. Back will be calling you. Your old life. Your old friends. Your old whatever. Will try to call you. Call your attention for you to turn. Your old heads. Try to call you. Call your attention for you to stop and to turn. You can't run when you are. You can't run forward when you are looking back. You have to, you know, slow down or turn. Something to affect your running. To affect your move forward. Am I talking to anybody? Ask your neighbor, is back calling you? Some of you are going to have some calls this afternoon. Your old boyfriend is going to call you. Hi, baby. I just came to town and I decided to check on you. How are you doing, by the way? What are you doing this afternoon? You going where? Cruise? 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 What? Cruise? Nah, nah, nah. Well, I just have some. Can we hang out around the, um, around the beach for just a few? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, meet me. Um, Hacienda? Is it okay? Hacienda? Yeah, just, you know, just 30 minutes be- before the crusade. Just 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you come, just look out for the shiniest car, the black, shiny BMW. Yeah, I, I'll be in it. Mucho, mucho. Hey, well, you're supposed to be singing in the choir. They said, Oh, okay, mucho, see. Quickly, quickly. If you are in a Morocco crusade, you don't know that Satan is more sophisticated than your simple mind. One shall see, Keke. One shall free. So, don't look back. Don't look back. It's a prophetic message to somebody. Don't look back. God has rescued you from this filthy world. God has a bright future. A great future. A great future. Something, your future is more attractive. Your future in Christ is more attractive. Yeah. That's what the devil did. 
the prodigal son. He was in his father's house and joined. Satan stood outside the gate and said, Hey, outside the wall and looked over and said, <laughs> What are you doing? Running around. You are mowing the lawn. Oh, foolish boy. Said, Why are you insulting me? Then started showing him pictures. He said, Look at this video. Look at this. Look at all these girls. They are outside. They are waiting for in the Namah Nation, Ponchi Nation, one. And in the boy like you, Russian Ponchi Nation, one. There's better life out there. Showed him cars, showed him money, showed him hotels, showed him things. The boy stopped mowing the lawn. They said, Eh, you mean I can live this life? Said, yeah, and more. Maybe tomorrow I'm coming to show you better life. The boy started scratching his head. Said, Charlie, or true. Or true. The following day, he came to show him more pictures. Then he said, So, what do you think I should do? Go to your father. Go and talk to your father. Go and talk to your father. He dropped the mower, dropped the broom, dropped the whatever. Walk, bah, bah, bah. Give me the things that belong to me. I've been waiting for you to die. You don't die. I cannot wait again. All the things, when you die, my inheritance, I want it now. Now. Father came under pressure, called uncle, grandfather. They talked to the boy. Stubbornness. Said, no, I want it now. He gave it to him. As soon as he gave it to him, Bible says he took his journey to a far country. And there he wasted his substance with riotous living. Yeah. And he began to be in want. All the pictures Satan showed him initially looked like it was coming. It was happening. It's like, yeah, 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 yeah. But the other pictures Satan didn't show him. Yes, that one he never shows you. He never shows you. Yeah. The apple of the devil. Reinhard Bongo says, it looks beautiful on the outside. But when you taste it, when you bite into it, it is full of webs, webs, webs. So the latter end. He was in want. No man gave him. There was a famine. Everything became the poorest of everybody. All the dreams he had. Zero. Negative. Not even zero. Until one day, sin started coming to his mind. And said, my father's servants are better than where I am. I will arise. I will go back to my father. It doesn't matter. Even if you make me one of the servants, I don't mind. But I will not continue to be here. I will go back to my father's house. I will go back. Am I talking to anybody? So, don't look back. No matter how hard Satan tries to put it. The last point, develop steadfastness by allowing yourself to be corrected. Corrected, 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 rebuked, corrected, encouraged. Do you see? Allow yourself, allow yourself. Mm? Now, Proverbs chapter 9, verse 8. Reprove not the scorner, lest he be, lest he hate thee, rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Alright? Listen, there are so many things. Every area of listener, every area of your life will need correction. Esther, every area will need some correction. Why? Because. Because. (laughs) Yeah, because. 
if a child, my children, every area of their life have to be corrected, directed, corrected, directed, corrected, directed. Because they don't know. What do they know? They don't know. Do you know? What do you know? <laughs> what do you know? No. And if many of the things we know are wrong. And very wrong. So we need to be molded, corrected. So if you are a type of person, you get angry when you are corrected. Who will correct you? Who will help you? You get annoyed when you are corrected. Whether it's about finances, about your relationship, about this, about that. So many things. When you go to school and say the teacher shouldn't correct you. When you write exam, you write assignment, it shouldn't correct you. Whatever you have written, it should be accepted. <laughs> Anything you have written, chemistry, whatever you have, mathematics, what you have written, English, what you have written, it should be accepted. It shouldn't be corrected. It should give you 10 over 10. Anything you write, 10 over 10. You should be congratulated. So allow yourself to be corrected. Amen? Allow yourself to be corrected about every aspect of your life. From your dressing, to your speaking, to your, your life, how you spend your money, your relationship, the way you walk, even. Some of you, the way you walk, it's not nice. When you get up. We don't walk like that. And you're a lady too. You can't walk like that. This type of bubra bubra type of walking, it's not nice. nice. We, we want you to have a nice husband, but the husband when he looks at you, he says, no, 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 no. This bubra bubra type of walking. No, no, no. <laughs> Am I talking to anybody? Hmm? So allow yourself to be corrected. God only wants to make you better. I see you becoming steadfast. I see you staying on course. I see you running faster ahead more than ever before. Stand to your feet and give the Lord a shout of praise.
in you. May I not stray. May I not go off. Oh Lord, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me to stay on course in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. May we be steadfast. May we be steadfast. May we be steadfast. In the name of Jesus. May we stay on course. May we come back to course, O Lord. May we not stray. May we not move away, O Lord. May we remain on course. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We pray. We We plead for your mercy, O Lord. That whenever we are going off. That you bring us back. 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 In the name of Jesus. My heart sings, oh, 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 my heart sings, my heart sings, oh, oh, every head bowed, every eye closed. Listen, maybe you are here today, you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Maybe somebody invited you to church. But deep in your heart, you are not born again. You don't know Jesus. You want to say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to commit my heart. I want to be born again. I want to know Jesus. I want to serve God in my life. I want to serve God. I want to serve God. If you are here like that, you are not sure whether you are saved or you are not saved, lift up your right hand. I need to pray for you before we close. I need to pray for you. God is changing your life today. Lift up your right hand. A change is coming. Maybe somebody invited you to church. God bless you. Lift your hand. God bless you. I see that hand. You are not sure. Lift your hand. You are not sure. God bless you. I see that hand. Pastor, I'm not sure. Pray for me. I need to commit my life to Jesus. Lift your hand wherever you are. There's another lady here. Today is your day of salvation. Don't let this opportunity slip you by. Today is your day of salvation. Lift your hand. God is calling you now to give your heart to Jesus. Yes. With your hand lifted, take your phone, take your whatever you came, your handbag and come. Come to Jesus. Come. Come. Come all the way. I want to pray for you. Come. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Give him your life today. Come on to Jesus. Come on to Jesus. Let him have. Let him have his way. Pray this prayer after me. Everybody in front here, pray this prayer after me. Alright? Today is your day of salvation, a day of change. And a change is happening to you now. And I want the whole church to join. Say with me, dear Lord Jesus. Dear Lord Jesus. I come to you today. I come to you today. Just as I am. Just as I am. Oh Lord. 
oh Lord, have mercy on me, have mercy on me and forgive me, and forgive me for all my sins. Lord, I know I'm a sinner. But I thank you that you died on the cross to save my soul. Today, I open my heart to you. Come into my life. Be my Lord, my master, and my savior. Oh Lord. Oh Lord Jesus. Oh Lord Jesus. From today. Today, I am yours. I belong to you. I will serve you. I will follow you all the days of my life. Thank you, Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my soul today. Amen. Father, I thank you for every precious one standing here. I pray that may your covenant be established in their lives. May their name be written in the Lamb's book of life. May they never fall away. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been greatly blessed through this message. For prayer, counseling, or meeting with Bishop Jake, please call or text plus 233-263-090-000. That's plus 233-263-090-000. Till we come your way again, remain blessed.